Welcome back to the Castaway Consultants, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game by criticizing current players. Today, we are looking at Survivor 45, Episode 7, The Thorn in My Thumb. I'm one of your co-hosts, Josh Wessler, joined today by Ryan Stacy and Derek Kubacek. Hello, hello. How's it going, guys? What'd you think of the episode? Pretty exciting. It was a fun one. And we actually had ample opportunity to build the tension with the 90-minute episodes and really get the feel for the dynamic of these sub-tribes leading into tribal councils. And it, it made for a really fun, really fun watching experience. Yeah, you know, um, last time, last season, you know, right after Mergatory, we did this weird thing where we divided the group in half. And, uh, you know, I don't love that. I would like a regular episode. Um, last time they did half of them actually voted, the other half watched, and it was really stupid. Uh, this time, much better. I still would prefer like a regular episode, but they added some stakes to this episode between the two divisions, and I think it, it worked. So this is a really fun episode. Yeah, stressful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, mostly for you. Yeah, but it was enjoyable. You know, one tribal council, I felt it a little uh, more than the other, but, you know, we'll get into all that. Well, spoiler for the episode. Mm-hmm. This is a fun one. So if we were just queued up in your autoplay, you've got three, two, pause it, one. So we're going to lose Caleb tonight, and we're going to lose Sifu tonight. One of these I'm really sad to see go. The other one was just kind of undeveloped, underdeveloped character, didn't have time. A little annoying. I was fine with it. A, a bit much. Yeah. Which one is which is up to you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we will leave that up to you guys. Big mystery. All right, so jumping into the episode proper. Let's do it. Coming from camp, Caleb handles this blindside really well. I mean, what are you going to do? Everyone voted for you. Are you going to be mad at everybody? (laughs) It's what you got to do. Yeah. But like the first third of this episode is just the Bruce is bad at Survivor show. That's all this is. We have Bruce interrogating Katura, and he's trying to like throw her under the bus, being like, yeah, you were really hesitant to vote out Caleb, weren't you? When did you decide to change your vote? And he's doing this in front of a bunch of people on purpose. He's trying to make her look bad. She's like, he's trying to make me look bad. Um, It's just causing chaos in the group right now, which I don't think was really needed right now. Not great. Uh, We're going to get a lot from Bruce here early on on in the episode, like Ryan said, about him not being the greatest survivor player. But we've got that already throughout the entire season. It's getting worse. It's just more of the same there. What's really hard for me is there's typically an end game. You can see where someone is going with something. Even if even if the way they're doing it is really hammy or really ham-fisted, right, or just club hands, there's an end game. What's Bruce's end game? Because he's not working with Reba and he's trying to cannibalize Bello. Is he just planning to just do it himself? What's the plan here? I, does he have one? Uh, you know, he went into the season planning to be drunk Uncle Bruce. Did he find some booze on the <laughs> island? Uh, that's what it seems like. Uh, it's alienating people. Kendra's wor- worried about working with him. Kelly's worried about working yeah. with him. I mean, Kelly's already just starting to talk about like, okay, we need to keep Bruce around for now. For now. It's key. And honestly, take him to the end. <laughs> take him to the end. You, you'll beat him. Yes. And everyone will beat him. If you can, If you can deal with him... Perfect to take to the end, but as soon as he starts to let his wild card side show, maybe take him out at that point. But for right now, the wild card is not going to be turned on like Kelly or Kendra. So Katura, she goes to Caleb and she's going to patch things up with him about the vote and throws Bruce right under the bus. She's like, it was all Bruce's idea. I didn't want to do it. Everybody else wanted to, but it was Bruce's idea. Kendra wants to take Bruce out next. And, you know, they're like, eh, we should probably, we, we could take out Caleb, but we could take out Bruce instead. <laughs> More evidence to Derek's statement last week that uh, Kendra's not good at Survivor. Jake wants both to stay, Caleb and Bruce. He's like, can't we all just get along? <laughs> Jake can actually see further than just the next yep. like vote or two. It's just like, uh, if we don't stick together, Reba's over there and they're going to destroy us. The tightest group will win. That seems to be Reba at this point. Because Caleb's going to go try and talk to Bruce, patch things up, and Bruce is just starts talking about football like he's talking to his son. He's trying to be a dad. And we, we've said this 8 billion times on uh, this podcast. And that's impressive considering we haven't even reached a billion episodes yet. Right, exactly. <laughs> no one wants a parent on Survivor. Like, yeah, you're going to be a 40 or 50-year-old out there, and okay, you're playing with some 20-year-olds. Guess what? You're all equals on Survivor. In This is one of those really cringy conversations. I couldn't watch it. I suffer from secondhand embarrassment. And he's sitting there telling Caleb, 
you threw an interception. You're, you know, you're the quarterback of the team. You threw an interception. And I'm like, where, where are you going with this? <laughs> Caleb wasn't quarterbacking anything. Every vote went toward him. You quarterbacked it, Bruce. I feel like maybe you threw an interception, considering that Caleb is still here, and that might send old Lulu running straight to Reba and put Bello in a really troublesome situation. You are lucky. You should be so happy that Caleb is here genuinely trying to make nice with you, and somehow you're managing to fumble that bag, too. I like Bruce makes he's Ooh. so confounding. Good, good more football reference. Fumbling, yeah, <laughs> it, it was intentional. Go uh. sports ball. <laughs> Kelly's even like telling Bruce, Bruce, you got to dial it back, and he's like, I'm good. <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. Consideration taken. You're wrong. I'm Bruce. Yes. <laughs> uh, so in this war between Bello and Reba, I I think Reba's gonna win this thing. It, it certainly looks like that, especially I mean, with how this vote tonight uh, ended up working on both sides. You know, we'll end up getting to it, yeah. but nobody from Bellow went per- home. But the I person still... that Reba lost is the person furthest on the outside. Yep. Their core group is still perfectly fine. And Bellow is going to be a little bit more fractured by the end of the episode than they were, which is saying something. But that's like the entire first of the episode. We're going to get to the immunity challenge really pretty early, and we're going to get divided into two groups of six. And there's going to be one winner from each side. And it's the classic hold on to the pole for as long as you can. Love it. The Aussie challenge. Hold on for as long as you can. The winner from each group wins individual immunity. And then, like we've seen before, the winner overall, they get to vote second and they get reward. But the twist this time, which I really dig, the first person voted out of the the losing tribe over the losing group overall, that person go voted out does not make the jury. Oh, this is some old school survivor. I, Brutal. I, I was so happy to have this back, and I was so happy to know that the players were warned about it yep. ahead of time. So everyone knows the stakes. Extra motivation. Uh, I, I was really into this twist. And yeah, it might only be the difference between 12th place and 11th place, but being on the jury is very important to everybody you'll you'll hear Sifu later talking about like it being yeah a, a dream of his basically to make it to the jury it, it it's really the defining moment of whether or not you're a relevant character on the season yep. or not cat said it best uh who wants to say who doesn't even make the merge if you don't make the merge you're undateable <laughs> see who is dateable he made the merge so making the jury especially in these days there's no reunion show anymore if you don't make the jury you're not gonna be in any more episodes so yeah yeah sucks to suck <laughs> bye and, and if you're on the jury you're probably more likely to get asked back because you can Pulling allies and have amazing, amazing expressions or yeah. being angry juror. It's harder to do that nowadays, but you know, uh, yeah, just your opportunities to get are much more limited if you don't make the jury. Eliza. <laughs> so we get two groups, the blue group that is Bruce, Kendra, Kelly, Sifu, Drew, and Emily. The red group is Jake, Katura, Julie, D, Austin, and Caleb, 3-2-1 on each drive. For the blue group, Kelly is going to win overall. For the red group, D is going to win, and she's going to win the challenge outright, which means the blue group does not get reward. One of them is not making the jury. Red group gets a, a feast at the sanctuary where good things where happen. Where good things happen. I was happy to see that Caleb uh, was for sure going to make it onto the jury, at least. But I was also disappointed that we did not get a showdown here between Katura and Bruce. That would have been fun. Especially on a mini tribe. Hey, I thought that would have been fun. There's still time to get it. They're still both in the game. So let's let's do it like this. Let's walk through all of the blue group stuff until the vote out. And then we'll rewind the clock and do all the red stuff. I think that yeah. makes sense. Just for... I think it's simpler. Yeah, yeah it follows a, a certain linear chronology. I am curious. Uh, what are your thoughts on them being separated? I'm Just because... like I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. But they've been doing that throughout the entire like new era whenever they've been doing this double vote out. I'd be curious what the dynamic would be like if they had everyone on one tribe and then just half of the half of the people on the island just left. I think that'd be more boring. Hmm, okay. I think that would be more boring if they were all on the same beach. Um, they've actually been doing it since Coast Island when they started this twist. So they, this was before the new era. All right. So blue group. Drew. <laughs> Poor Drew. So uh, last season when we did this similar version of this twist... The losing tribe didn't get sent back to their beach. They got sent to the crappy beach, Lulu This in this case. And last time, Matthew did not have his bag with him. He got sent to the beach, and he didn't have his advantage. Whatever it was, an idol or something like that. I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. God, I don't remember. He, well, he had some advantage that could have saved him, but it was in his bag, left it at camp, 
and the producers didn't get it for him. Same thing happened here. Drew did not bring his bag to the challenge. They get sent to the Lulu Beach. He doesn't have a safety without power. Now, before everyone gets on Drew's case... Because Drew is a big fan of the podcast. Uh, I found out from Dalton Ross. He tweeted this out. The last... So, that episode where Matt didn't bring his bag. This cast, that was the first episode they didn't see. So, they basically saw it until Mergatory. Yep. So, they're, this is not a thing where they saw what happened to Matthew uh, getting screwed over. And Drew just forgot. They didn't see it. But now for everyone else... Yeah. Now now there's no more excuses from here on out. D- double time. Bring your bag or stuff it in the secret inside liner or your shorts. Just bring, bring, your, bring your bag everywhere. Everywhere you go, you, you might not get sent back to your camp, apparently. And, or, and, and if people are going to be judging you or, you know, whatever about bringing your bag, you should be telling them, hey, you never know what Survivor is going to throw at us. I'm going to bring this thing yep. everywhere. Or conversely... Why don't you see who is bringing their bag if you have nothing? Just sure. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're, it's a two-way street here. Like if you if you have nothing, no reason not to leave keep, your bag behind. Keep an eye on who brings bags. That's a good point. Yeah, um, it's like the pants from whatever that old season was. Paying attention to who who was wearing certain types of pants. Like oh, oh yeah. he he brought his pants with the pockets. This yeah, time. Reynolds I think did that. Uh, <laughs> and then someone I think Laura noticed that he brought a different pair of pants than mm. usual. I think that's what it was. That said, I really don't like that production did this. Like, it's kind of BS. It's like, they're going to a challenge, and you're not going to let them go back to the camp and get their hardware. Don't you want the hardware to get played? Well, because I remember we've, we've talked about it on the podcast at one point, but didn't you say that something happens if you lose an advantage? Like, if you bury it and can't find it, that they would locate it for you no. or, or are you screwed you're screwed if you bury it yourself okay. you're, you're out okay then never mind i think with tribe swaps they'll give you your stuff back but will they do that anymore who knows bring your crap with you everywhere production if you're listening just stop it i i don't no one likes that that just give them give them their hardware they earned it it's mm-hmm. fine it, it's it's dumb be like oh we're gonna just put a little switcheroo on you and now all of a sudden they can't play their hardware it's dumb i don't like that now let them bury it and let them yeah, lose it. Let them lose it. That's fine. If if they do it to themselves, that's a different story. And it's funny. But so Drew does not have a safety without power, and they are in the minority. It's three, two, one, and he's in the two, and then Emily's the, the one. And this is the first time we see Drew kind of flustered. Yeah, uh, you can tell that he's a little bit more desperate and worried about going home because he doesn't have that safety net anymore. Yep. So Kendra wants to take out Bruce, which is very short sighted in my opinion. In the Bello Reba War, you need your numbers, and Bruce is a number. Kendra just heard that uh, Bello and Reba were fighting and someone needs to go home. And she's like, oh, cool. Bello. That sounds great. Bruce was doing the same thing with Katura, by the way. Yes, but not not in this episode. No, 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 no. So Drew, Sifu, Emily, they're all on board. Let's take out Bruce. Cool. And Bruce immediately is like, yeah, Kendra's going to flip on me, isn't she? (laughs) Rare good vision from Bruce. Yeah. And we get another line, which which speaks to you guys. Last week, you guys said uh, Kendra can't win this game. Did both of you say that? I said it. You said that. Yeah. Apparently, so earlier in the season, we found out like it took forever for Kendra and Jake to actually talk strategy. Five days. Yeah. Apparently, Bruce and Kendra haven't talked strategy until now. What are you guys doing? That's bad on both. Both of them. But now Kendra is a common denominator between this. And I feel so much more validated that Kendra cannot win this game. Uh, Kelly doesn't want Bruce to go. So she's like, you guys need to work together. (laughs) Please. And Kelly sits down specifically just one-on-one with Kendra and then one-on-one with Bruce and basically just yeah. tells both of them just chill. And the thing I really, really like, Kelly talks to Kendra and starts the conversation with like, Bruce sucks for all of these reasons and just super frustrated. But we need him. <laughs> just empathizes, matches her energy, like how much they're frustrated with Bruce, but it's like, but we still need him. Yeah, the first, the first part of exhibiting empathy is to mirror the emotion. So mirror the frustration. And what's funny is Kelly doesn't have to dig all that deep to find it. She's like, I do feel what you feel. Yep. I'm just a better player than you. <laughs> I love the way she presented this argument to Kendra. It was so good. It seemed to get through because yep. then we immediately cut to confessional of Kendra. Bruce can't go home yet. This is an original thought. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is mine. Gives it to Kendra. This is mine. <laughs> so now, like, okay, well, we'll just take out Sifu. Kendra even brings Drew on board to take out Sifu. Drew doesn't really want to do that because it's a Reba number. He tries to talk her out of it. It's not going to end up working, though. 
And, and Drew is willing to let Sifu go because Sifu's not really in, in the group. I, and I think he stayed within the boundaries here. Like, shoot your shot, but... Throw it out. Don't, don't stick your neck out. No. Just, just pressure test Kendra just a little bit. I was, I was a little worried for a second that we were going to get the classic scenario of, hmm, Drew's pushing too hard. Yep. Let's go for Drew instead. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, like, one little thing. And it helps that Drew and Kendra want to try together for a bit. So I'm sure they have a good, a decent rapport. And they, they're getting along pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's going to end up being five votes for Sifu, one for Bruce. I think this is a clear-cut right move. Bello sticks together. Drew and Emily do what they have to do and jump aboard. And neither of them are close to Sifu. Bruce, I'm a little surprised he didn't play his idol, but, you know, good for him. Good job. Yeah, given given the breakdown, Drew needs to live to fight another day. He pressure tested, didn't work out. Emily is kind of looking for a new home, but, I mean, it's kind of with Reba. Mm -hmm. And so Reba was already good with Sifu going home, and they're still okay at this point. So I think you just survive. And then, obviously, good for for Bello. Yeah. Uh, Bello needs to stick together. Yeah, I'm, I was actually kind of surprised that we saw so little of Emily. There's There was yeah. a potential that there could have been a spotlight on her. Just like, hey, I know we got this war going on between Bello and Reba, but, you know, we, get, we got an outsider here. Why don't we just kind of turn on her and go that way? And, and by the way, I just want to say it really quickly. I don't know that it would work because Bruce is a very stoic player. Weirdly emotional, but he's like stoic about his yep. emotional plays. I think Sifu, feeling, because he he felt the disturbance in the force or what have you, he should go to Bruce and say, Bello and Reba, we understand that this has to come to a front eventually, but for right now, Emily, who spent a lot of time with Reba, she's another option here. Mm-hmm. She's a bit of a wild card, and also look at the number of women that will be left. It's, it's just another angle, Yep. and Bruce maybe would be willing to go for that. Uh, you could also sell the underdog story. Like Everyone is like, wow, a Lulu made it this far. So there is a pitch here from Sifu, but I also don't know that Sifu was clued in or cued in all that well strategically to make that move. Maybe he did present this angle, but we didn't see it. True. Bruce does seem like the type of guy who would be worried about a women's alliance. Yeah, he does. I don't think he would go for this, though. No, no. Um, you know, it would have been a good effort from Sifu. It's yeah. one of the only things he can do, but I, I don't think it would have worked. I think Sifu yeah. was pretty much done in here. His goose was cooked. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't matter because it never came up because it was left at another beach. But let's say that Drew did have his advantage here. In We, we already talked about whether or not Bruce should have played his idol, which he did not. Uh, but if Drew did have his safety without power, do you think he should have played it here? Well, I mean, if we're results-oriented thinking, no. Well, yeah. It's hard to say because we have to, you know, you got to go off your gut. Like, how do you feel? He would have been fine. That said, I want to make the jury. If I'm in Drew's spot, I might play it. Just because I, how long does it last? Is it like the final nine? Isn't that the last time we get played? Or a final eight or something like that? I actually don't remember. I don't remember either. It, it's not as long as an idol. So mm. that time is is coming. And you want to make the jury, so I might just do it. The stakes are just that much higher at this tribal. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those weird bumps in the road, like the production pitfall, that you use your hardware to get through. Yes, exactly. That said, it really didn't seem like Drew's name was even getting thrown out. So no. even with like non-results-oriented thinking, I bet he would have held on to it. Yeah. Hard to say, but yeah, the right move was to not play it, mm-hmm. it seems. All right, that's blue. Let's go over to red. Okay, so the plan is, obviously, we all voted for Caleb last time. We'll just take out Caleb this time. Easy peasy. Jake doesn't really want to do that. Jake and Caleb get along great. They're bros. And Caleb is an amazing meat shield. So Jake wants to take out D, D1 immunity. Her closest ally, Julie, would be his pick. Okay. That 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 makes some sense. Mm-hmm. Austin, D, and Julie, their plan, they're the Reba. They're going to target Caleb. Austin does suggest maybe we should save Caleb. He is a meat shield. And we could take out Jake or Katura. And I think there's a lot of merit to this plan. Why not? If you take out a Bellow, you weaken the Bellow War. Caleb's, yeah, Caleb is a huge threat. He's got to go. He's a little bit more of a wild card. You can use him. And he's a meat shield. So I think that was kind of brushed aside too quickly by D and Julie, ultimately. And it's something that should have been considered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. I hadn't thought about it. But yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, that, that's nice. Uh, no pushback. <laughs> Isn't it strange? Feels good. Back to, you know, Jake's thought process with some of this stuff. What season was it, just because I'm not very good with these types of things, where they did more of like a goat slaughter and kept big threats around longer in the game? 
Because that's kind of the strategy that Jake is thinking about here, where he wants to keep bigger threats around so that, you know, those can be targets for later on so he can sneak through to the end. Just brought up an island of the idols. Go to army. Was assembling something like that. Go to army assemble. Yeah, it, like, feel, it feels like late thirties. Yeah, I, that might have been Island of the Idols where that was brought up. I don't know how much it followed through on, but it was brought up because uh, people were afraid of the goat army assembling. I do think it is a little short sighted just to you know think Caleb, Caleb, Caleb right yep. now. Someone you can a hundred percent use. He's the ultimate wild card because he could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he is very close to Jake, so maybe he wouldn't do that. He's but- also close with Emily. It's something to consider. Who's close with Riva? And I, I, I just think Dean and Julie brushed aside a little too quickly. Mm-hmm. But Caleb wants to tell Katura that Bruce has an idol. Because Austin knows about this idol. And how does Austin know about this idol? Does anybody remember? Wasn't Caleb airing Bruce's dirty laundry? That's right. I think Caleb screwed himself over by accident by doing that. <laughs> and, well, and what Caleb was doing before. Th- th- this harkens back to last week when I said that Caleb should have tried to move the target to Abello. He should have tried to move the target to Kelly. Mm-hmm. Just any, anyone that could weaken Bruce's position. And otherwise, why are you throwing Bruce under the bus? You needed to like go one way or the other. So, well, I think he made half the right move last week by airing Bruce's dirty laundry. It is coming back to haunt him because he didn't make the right final move in targeting Kelly. Yep. So that that's my opinion. Well, I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I I was perfectly fine with it in the moment, and I actually don't think that's what's biting him right now because he doesn't have to share that information with Katura at this very moment. But Austin can, and if Austin outs it, then Katura's sure to flip. I mean, sure, but what would be the cause of that? Like that's that's something that would probably be outed next time, like the, the at like the next tribal. Bruce isn't here, so why would that information come up? Like, yeah, there's always a possibility, but I, I feel like the percentage is so low that you're kind of worrying about something that really isn't a factor right now. Well, the point is, Caleb screwed up last time because you couldn't even vote for Brewer, so why throw out the fact that he's an idol? That's what we said last time. This time, yeah, I, I think I agree with you, Josh. That percentage is low, and I think by telling her at this point, mm-hmm. she flips. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she would have gone with them. Yeah, because uh, Caleb convinces Jake, like, hey, we need to tell Katura about Bruce's idol, and they do it. And Katura doesn't like, like that, and we get a confessional saying, I should maybe flip, and she's going to flip. Yeah, this creates the schism. I mean, at least if Austin airs it to Katura, because no one else from Bello is on the beach to verify that story, you can maybe at least get through this one with Katura before everything blows up. Which, yeah, you're playing with a time bomb, but sometimes... Oh, it, it'll get messy. <laughs> but sometimes you need to do that. So I do think... They probably should have kept this to themselves. Like, no, mm-hmm. we are a strong group. We were honest with each other. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta gamble and hope Austin doesn't say anything. Classic new school survivor where uh there being too much information out there ends up tanking your game. It's the risk with being the most socially well liked yep. player, is you've told everybody everything. I think that's the big flaw in Caleb's game. He's great, he's social, he talks too much though. Uh, and, and loose lips sink ships. And I think that sinks Caleb's game here. I agree. But their plan is, uh, and this is bonkers insane what happens here in terms of editing. Because the plan, fairly straightforward, we force a tie, the three Reba versus uh, Caleb, Jake, and Katuro. Three votes for Julie, three votes for Caleb, and then that would make Austin flip on the Reba because he's a nervous player. That's the plan. And then Julie would go home. But the way this is presented to us is we get a flash forward for the first time I think can think of in Survivor history. I can't I think of another one. No. Where we see this group at Tribal Council and people writing down names and voting. And I think this threw us all for a loop. I was kind of stunned. I'm like, did the episode freak out? Did we just skip to Tribal Council? Like, what happened? <laughs> the DVD skipped. Yeah, the DVD, <laughs> it, it looked like a DVD skip. And it, we've never had anything like this. And I got to say, I hated it. Never do this again. This it, is so bad. And, and you have to remember what's important about the episode of Survivor. It's when the votes are getting revealed. Anything can happen until then. Flashing forward to Julie and Caleb getting a vote, it kind of took a little bit of the drama away from me. I didn't yeah. like it. I would say the drama for the next like 10 minutes, just because like everything from you know the flash forward to travel, it's like, okay, we know it's going to end up being one of these two, and it's going to come down to 
either there's going to be a split and maybe you can convince Austin to flip or someone else is going to flip because they only showed two of the votes in that flash forward. They showed one vote for Julian and one vote for Caleb. So did something else happen? Uh, you know, after after they showed this, I thought that was almost Survivor showing their hand that yeah. Katura was going to flip on them. Yeah, if you if they're going to do a flash forward like this, like to like oh this is what's going to happen. Well, it's like it's storytelling one one. That's not going to happen. It's going to do the other thing. Yeah, it's the next week on Survivor, except it was next ten minutes on yeah. Survivor. Yeah, it was. I, Survivor showed their hand. I've, oh, I'm probably going to email into On Fire podcast to be like that was terrible and stupid. Don't ever do it again. I like the big move edits. One and done. Yeah, let's let's never do this again. Uh, and part of the my my thought process is like, why would they do this? Was it just some new editor trying something new? Yes. Okay, don't. I I, I think it was. The other thing I thought of was Jake was not great at explaining his plan. Jake is hilarious. I don't think he's the best at being a narrator. Yeah, he's, or or he's not a great orator. Yeah, he's good comic relief being just like a weirdo. But the way he explained his plan, you know. Did they just think we wouldn't get it because Jake was bad at explaining it and they're just show, trying to show it to us? You need the visual. <laughs> what's, what's wild, though, is 45 seasons in, you have to trust that the audience isn't stupid. I, I knew exactly what Jake was going for. Well, and, and they've done things before where, oh, God, who was it? Whoever had, like, the three-step plan or whatever that was, and they, they literally put the text on the screen during the confessional yep. of, like, point one, point two, That's point three. That's much better. They could have done something similar here where they, like, literally draw it up like a football play on the screen, at like, during the confessional of just, like, so here's how it's going to go down. You're going to have these guys voting over here, these guys voting over here, and then we can convince Austin to flip with us because he will. he's the most likely to do it. Was it Jesse in 43? I think it was. Maybe. I think it was Jesse. Yeah, he, he said this will happen, then this will happen, and they kept cutting, and it, it was like the heist. Yep. <laughs> now, I, I think there's a way you could do this and show it visually at Tribal Council without showing the votes. I think that the key thing it's is you can't thing. show the votes. But yeah, you could like visually like these three and you, you make those three players flash on the screen. We'll vote this way. And these three flash. We'll vote the other way. And this person will flip. Something like that. You you could try something like that. I just don't just don't show the votes. It, it Like you said, Josh, it showed their hand. Mm-hmm. Took a little bit of the suspense out of it. So let's not do this again. <laughs> don't fix what ain't broke. But yeah, Caleb and Jake are both going to come clean to Katura about Bruce's idol. And Katura's like, oh, that's why you said you lost your rings. So everyone was in on this except me, huh? So I'm not actually close with anyone on I'm Old on Bello. the bottom of Bello, which isn't necessarily true, but I could understand why Couture would think that. I think Jay could have done a better job of basically saying, like, no, this happened, like, really fast, and Bruce, like, with Bruce there, we just kind of wanted to appease Bruce, like, really feed into the Bruce hatred, maybe, yeah. uh, since, you know, that will work with Katura. The last thing we needed to do was come into a mergatory divided, and we knew that it would sow division. But this is going to be enough for Katura to flip. I can't, I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm on the bottom. Time to, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Chaos is a ladder. Time to spin the game and see what happens. It's going to be four votes for Caleb with Katura flipping, two votes for Julie. Is this the right move? Hard to say. It's really hard to say. For for everyone on one side, it's the right move. So then it's just looking off to the other side and whether or not it's worth the risk of tying. I'm fine with Katura flipping. Trust your gut is what I would say in this situation for who do you like? Do you feel like you are probably on the bottom of Bella with this new information? If so, flip. Change the game up. So I'm ultimately I'm fine with Katura flipping. What I'm going back to is should Reba have pulled Caleb in and targeted a Jake or Katura? Would that have been a smarter move for them? Uh, possibly. So I, I think if you're Katura and you realize you're kind of at the bottom, the next thing you need to assess if you're going to consider flipping is if I flip, can I win? Or do I need to try and find a way to work up the ranks in my own alliance? If she doesn't think there's a way to do that, which would be kind of silly considering that she knows that Bruce is impossible to work with, there's at least one rung to climb here, then yeah, go ahead and flip. But but she just found out that everyone knows about Bruce's idol. Correct. So it, therefore, if I'm Katura, I'm like, maybe I am the bottom rung. Exactly. And that's why perception is everything. So she definitely knows she's the bottom. I'm saying like, can you climb? You can probably climb above Bruce and maintain some semblance of a Bellow Alliance. Maybe. I don't know. If you're going over to Reba, I'm just going to come down on this. I don't think Katura should have flipped because I think Reba is way too strong of a four. And I think 
anyone who spent any time with them would know that. Katura uh, hasn't spent that much time with them, though. Not not that much. Just uh, the just the mergatory. I feel like there's enough there. There has to be because you know that Bello is fractured. You don't see that Reba's fractured. Flipping to join a tribe that's not fractured never works out well. Well, to be fair, I think she does see Reba's fractured because of the Sifu thing. Sifu's name had been thrown out. Jay, uh, her name got thrown out last time. So maybe she does see Reba's fractured, but there is a core four. So I'm going to take the counterpoint. I'm going to say Katura flipping was the right move. Interesting. I think it goes back to like needing to look past just this vote. What's the path forward after this? Are you going to be able to rejoin Bello after this? Probably not. It's already fractured, and you already went against now Jake as well. You're going to be going against Bruce and whoever else might be over there. Are you going to be able to work with Reba? I mean, they'll, they'll take you. They'll <laughs> take you as a number. That's it. So, you know, yeah, she's at the bottom of Bello, and she has a really hard time. You know, if, if she puts herself into, like, her own Katura's rankdowns, if she does that, you know, she's got to be able to see, I have a really hard time winning this game. And I think by flipping, she just made it that much harder. I think if you stay in line, like, yeah, you might be at the bottom, but I think it's going to be easier to try and pick up the pieces afterwards than it is now. I think we're a little bit past that era. Yeah, because I think you're thinking about Cochrane flip and I, I just think it's a little bit different especially with like a three tribe she could still possibly go back to work with kelly and kendra those bridges haven't been completely burned i'm kind of the school of thought if you suspect you're at the bottom spin the wheel of fortune maybe it'll switch around chaos's ladder so uh i like the move okay but i do understand your guys's points i'm not mad about it yep. this time <laughs> we're spending time on this because this one's a little murky yeah and 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 here's one other uh i guess point in your favor ryan Caleb would have beaten Katura at the end. Yes. <laughs> Caleb would have beaten almost everybody at the end. Caleb if not everybody. everybody. So, I mean, yes, Caleb did go. Uh, Julie, who knows? It, we'll get into that. Oh. I have thoughts about that. Well, it's a little bit of a tease. But yeah, some, for me, it's not really like, did Katura make the right move? It's did Reba target the right person. Interesting. I didn't even think about it in that way. That, that's, that's an interesting perspective. So, yeah, we're kind of a little bit split here. We all agree Sifu is the right move. Yep. A little bit more split here. I, I'm going to come down on, sure, this is a fine move. I'll, I'll, more yes than no. I'm slightly more no than yes, but I going to rocks here being the alternative, like it's really hard for me to present like a cogent argument to like say, Katuri, you shouldn't have done this. Yeah, we're also uh, making the assumption that they'd be able to convince Austin to flip over, true. which which I, I do think is a correct assumption to make, just for putting yourself in, in Austin's shoes. But it's still an assumption. Yep. What did Twitter think? Yeah, so so what I do for these double tribals uh, each of the last few seasons, once I've been tweeting these out a little bit more, is I give four options. Uh, I give a yes, yes, a yes, no, a no, yes, and a no, no, basically representing the first tribal and then the second tribal. So if we're just looking at these, I will say that the most popular one is no to both. Really? Huh. Everyone, everyone wants Bruce gone. No one wanted Caleb gone. That... that classic twitter yeah that 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 yeah yeah <laughs> we had to think about that for five seconds do i understand twitter or what uh then the next highest one was yes no basically mean that they didn't want caleb to go home and that they were perfectly fine with sifu going home okay uh the other two were very low gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay interesting mm-hmm. well twitter's wrong Hey, 25% of Twitter at least agrees with me. And and I guess Derek. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's get into best and worst player of the episode. Now, since this is a double boot, we can give out two. And we you guys can do whatever you want. I'm the thought process that they don't have to be like one from the blue group, one from the red group. It is the two best and the two worst players of the episode uh, and from any grouping. Uh, Josh, start us off. Who are the two best players of the episode? I like to try to pick one from each side. If there's a really obvious one that'll go each like direction, I'd, I would be perfectly comfortable picking two from the same tribe here. But I did pick one from each side, and, and it was the two immunity winners here, <laughs> just because I thought that it worked out well for both of them, both with being immune, but then also having just str- such a strong voice and control over what ended up happening here. On one side, 
a little bit more muted was 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 D with all of this. She was really interested in getting Caleb out after what happened at the last tribal. I don't fault her for that. I know Ryan, you think that they might it might have been a good idea for them to at least entertain mm-hmm. pairing up with Caleb. I I think that is difficult for them to do since Caleb directly came at them mm-hmm. last tribal. So I I'm okay with you know her pushing forward with that. No Reba went home here. Big threat went home, especially for someone like D. It seems like that could be a good thing here. And then flipping over to the other side, Kelly. Man, she just managed. She managed all of these pieces somehow. You know, you had Kendra over here. You had Bruce over here. She's up winning immunity. All the props to, to Kelly here being able to keep this vote on track with what she wanted it to happen. Josh, I agree with you 100%. It is Kelly and D for everything you said. I also had Kelly and D, so we are uh, perfect three for three, six for six. The only thing that I wanted to add is for the first time, we had another player articulate how dangerous D is socially in the game. So, I mean, we haven't really had a chance to see that, but to have someone like Jake come out and say it, I think it was. Jake said it. I think um, Austin said it as well. Yeah. So, D is very favorably viewed by the people remaining in the game. So uh, I'm going to give her her dividends for that now. And threat management is going to be a very important part of her game going forward. But it's got it's got to be the immunity winners for this one, I think. Mm-hmm. Moving on to worst players, I'll go first. I have Jake for my first one. He ended up on the wrong side of the vote. And I think he really blew it with Katura. My second one is Bruce. <laughs> for his horrendously bad social game i'll give him a little bit of credit he did with kelly cell patch things up with kendra to make the sifu vote but his social game is so dang bad that it's jake and bruce Derek. well i'll agree with you on bruce okay. for sure uh the other one is not one that i necessarily blame the person entirely for but in the new era of survivor it is a little careless i did give it to drew he kind of left himself out in the open without hardware just because he was a little thoughtless about hey, they might not let me come back to this beach. I know that he didn't get to see the episode, but you need to have that stuff with you at all times. And because of that, you end up losing Sifu. You end up losing a member of Reba in the Reba Bello blowout. And there was maybe something that you could have done about it. Well, even with his advantage, he couldn't just, you know, he Sifu still would have gone. But he could have pressed harder. And maybe. then if it flips on him, then he's still safe. Sure. Um, so he, so that was why I ended up giving it to Drew. But I can totally see where you're coming from as well. I, I don't fault you for Jake. He was my third from the bottom. Drew's my third from the bottom. This, this was actually really tough for me because I thought that there were so many uh, people who are eligible here <laughs> for a worst player. But then as I kept thinking of people, it's like, yeah, but they did this. Bruce didn't play his idol. He read that situation so well, you know, with Jake. I thought that he was completely right with how that strategy should have gone down of of keeping Caleb around. And it was more Caleb's fault than Jake's fault. And Um, that was why I didn't put Jake at the worst, because it was Caleb's idea and he can't stop Caleb from talking to Katura. They have a separate relationship. Yeah. With with Drew, yeah, he left his advantage at uh, camp and he was really skittish with uh, everyone just during office hours. Uh, (laughs) But at the same time, he was really just perfectly fine and and all that worked out. Kendra is eligible too. Yep. Big demerits to her. She ended up voting correctly and, you know, seeing the light, but, you know, it it took a while to get there. Kelly saw the light for her. (laughs) Ultimately, I'm going to give part of this to Katura because I think that it was the wrong move. Okay. Okay. And I originally said Drew, um... Do I want to flip it or not? I, yes, I, yes, you do. I think I'm going to flip it to Bruce. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Just because of, honestly, everything in the first half of the episode. Not even the first half, the first 30 minutes, the first third of the, bad. Ep- of the episode. You know, take everything combined. Yeah, you still have your idol, but you're just kind of cementing your spot at the bottom. So so my two are going to be Katura and Bruce. Josh, it's okay. Before the podcast started, you threw an interception. But the, it's just really important for you to get back out under center and uh, lead your team to victory. Oh, thanks. So uh, you've done that. You've switched it to Bruce. Josh, how have you survived 29 years without Derek's sage <laughs> advice? <laughs> See, what you don't know is that this happens on a weekly basis. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So final answer was Bruce Katura. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's get into who's going next. So as far as we know, it's just one person. Let's keep it that way for the rest of the season. Cool, cool. And I think we will be. Yeah, hopefully they learn something. Derek, who is going next? So we 
have been teased a women's alliance. Now, I don't know if that's going to have legs. Even if it does, the men are stacked with hardware. And I think if it starts to go down at Tribal, I think that hardware's coming out. I think Drew dips out. I think Austin plays his idol. I think Bruce plays his idol. We see Jake find something, so we know he finds something. I'm just going to assume he does get it, which means I have a woman going home, and I am just going to land on Julie. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Josh? The war is coming. Reba versus Bello. <laughs> Reba's going to win this thing. I think it's almost a certainty at this point just with how fractured Bello is. Uh, so I'm looking over there. I'm looking over to Bello. And it, I don't think it's going to be Bruce just because of his idol. You know, the attention's going to be on Jake. But I think it's going to come down to someone like Katura. Because I think Katura is just going to get so focused in on, you know, turning this Reba versus Bello war into a Katura versus Bruce war. And that is so unnecessary right now. And it's just going to hurt her in the end. And it's going to be Katura going home. So we're at 10. I think Reba and Emily are going to stick together. And I think Katura is going to join them. Mm. Who do they target of the other four? Bruce has an idol. Jake might be the obvious one. and But he's going to find something. So And, and plus, they, they kind of like showed him in danger in the promo. So I, I don't think it's going to be Jake. I think it's a, a red herring. Yeah, Hubicki's theory. Yeah, Hubicki's theory. So that leaves me with Kendra and Kelly. If Austin's smart, he'll push for Kelly. I think Kelly is going next. Which would be a bummer. I like Kelly mm. a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into who can outwin this game. There's two people who can outwin this game if we're doing a final three. Who are they? Josh, who are the two who can outwin this game? Well, you know, the last few weeks I've had Bruce and Sifu. Rest in peace, Sifu. So I'm sticking with Bruce. Shocker. And... You know, I have two people to choose from here. Do I go with Team Ryan or Team Derek from last week? Because Derek had Kendra and Ryan was really pushing for Katura. Last week I said that I would have, you know, added on Kendra there. But I don't like how Katura handled this. And I think she cemented herself as second from the bottom here. So I'm actually going to say Katura. Sorry, Derek. Because if it's a final three between Katura, Kendra, and Bruce, I don't know how. But somehow, Kendra, I think, would win that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right on that one. I, d- I don't like it. <laughs> okay, so for me, last week I had Bruce Katura. I, I'm going to take Katura off of this, shockingly, because I did like this move. The second that I put her on. Yeah, I'm <laughs> um, keeping Bruce, because duh. I would have put Sifu here, but can't. I, I just think Katura's move moved her up a spot. I think she's in the bottom three, and so I think my theory is always the bottom three people need to work together to have a chance. I don't think that'll ever happen because it's Katura and Bruce plus anyone. <laughs> But I'm going to put Julie in here just because she hasn't done anything yet, really. And it, I think this is super close. I, I did patented Ryan rankings, rank everyone from most likely to win to least likely to win, paired up against each other. I can rank them off now. And most of these I don't feel great about. I have like a couple at the top I love. And then it's just really Bruce at the bottom who I feel really strongly about. But here's the from best to worst. It goes Kelly, D, Austin, Emily, Kendra, Jake, Drew, Katura, Julie, Bruce. That's really interesting because uh, Josh and I decided that Ryan does not get to have the end-all, be-all. So here comes Derek's dank down. Kelly, D, Julie, Emily, Austin, Jake, Drew, Kendra, Katura, and Bruce. Okay. And I have Josh's jank down. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Austin, D, Emily, Kelly, Julie, Drew, Jake, Kendra, Katura, Bruce. And for fact, folks, they, they didn't tell me they were doing this. We, we, we did not tell Ryan. They, they, they schemed and plotted yes, on the back. When did you guys plan this? You were well, in the you bathroom. Were, you were in the bathroom. Gotcha. That's what took you guys so long. Well, it's what took Josh so long. Oh, no, I had to do like two extra things compared to you guys this, sure. this week. Sure. So, okay. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just not seeing anything from Julie, really. And I'm seeing something from Katura. I don't feel very strongly about this one, though. And I, I, this changes every week, mid-season. So, who knows what will happen. But the two people cannot win this game for me are Bruce and Julie at this point. Hmm. Okay. So, I, I lost Sifu here, which was nice because I've had Sifu on here for a while. <laughs> because, again, we should have lost him a while ago, if not for some ridiculous shenanigans. I had to add ev- someone new to this spot every week except one and that was that one so bruce welcome to the list baby bruce is gonna be here and i think bruce is staying here i i don't know what he could possibly do to change my mind at this point that said if you were listening to derek's dank down you may have noticed that i had katura below kendra i do believe 
Josh, that in a final three situation, Kendra wins with Katura and Bruce, but it's who can't win, not who can't win if the game ends today. I still don't think that's going to be the end because Bruce is not going to make it. So Kendra and Katura are going to end up in the bottom two, but... Well, Bruce is still here. Gotta have him. It's another point that I get to score. So, so who's your other one? Who are the two who can't win this Kendra game? Kendra and Bruce. I'm not okay. I'm not taking Kendra okay. off the list. Gotcha. I'm Even though you said Kendra would win in a final three against Katura yeah, it's, and Bruce. It's, it's his whole it's uh, making it to the end yeah. thing that he's been doing all season. Dumb. Dank down more like stank down. Well, oh. dank, dank is like the same thing. It's like musty smell. It's like whatever. It's the same thing. Gotcha. Dab. Ryan's rank down more like Ryan stank down. Like, <laughs> wow, way to steal my joke. No, you. <laughs> See, the, I mean, yes, but the difference is mine's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Derek's like, Kendra, this is an original thought. <laughs> the other thing being is, unlike other people, Ryan, <clears throat> when I put someone on who can't win, I try to let that. That's me sticking a fork in them, and I am going to ride or die that. I'll stick a fork in Bruce. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, try not to ride or die too much on Survivor. I, I'm an open-minded person. Mm. Yeah, but I try to be right the first time. I try to be right every time. And I've been right way more well, than you. Once I get more information, another 40 or even 90 minutes or whatever it is, more information, I change my mind. Hmm? Unlike Derek and Josh, I change my mind sometimes. <laughs> anyway. All right. Last thing we got to do, check in on the Survivor pool. We all survived the double mm. boot. Congrats. Congrats, everyone. Congrats. That, was, that, was, ah, yes. that was a scary one. Yeah, because I had Bruce and he didn't play his idol. I got a little scared. Yeah, and speaking of things that, uh, you know, Derek has obviously historically been so right about, the survivor pool. <laughs> <laughs> Quote Josh Wessler. Uh, I think Derek is the safest with the Helen pick. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> um, I'm getting a little limited. Uh, I think I only have like four names left. Yeah. So instead of rattling off all the people that we picked so far, we're we're late enough in the game now where we can just say who you have left because right off the bat, we all lost Sifu as an option because mm-hmm. none of us have picked him yet. And meanwhile, when Caleb exited, me and Ryan were were hurt a little bit because Derek had already picked Caleb earlier in the season, actually with his very first pick. So good on you for that. But so, that means that Ryan only has four people left. He has D, Jake, Kelly, and Kendra. Don't love this position. This is bad. I'm going to put my hope and faith and trust in Hubiki's law. I'm picking Jake. Jake's not going home. Mm. Derek? Well, I was looking at the people that I have left. Uh, Which are? Yeah, so Derek has D, Julie, Katura, Jake, and Kelly. So he has one more option than Ryan right now. And I am also adhering to Hubiki's theory and I am I'm spinning Jake and it's I wow. when I picked it it was literally because of Hubiki's theory every single one of these people could go home. Yep. Uh so I got to do something. I'm a little surprised that neither of you guys went with D here. D was my other option I considered, mm-hmm. but the thing that scared me was the fact that they mentioned, like, wow, indeed, you're really rising up the power rankings this week. I'm like, is she going to get targeted? The other thing is my strategy kind of forces me to assume that Reba's going to win the war if I want to make it deep into this. Mm -hmm. So I need to save D. Yeah. Josh? I I do not have D as an option because I used her earlier in the season. My options still are Julie, Katura, Jake, Kelly, Kendra, and Bruce. So all of Bello and Julie. (laughs) Oh, man, 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 man. I'm going to go with Kelly here. It's very risky, but I'm going to really take what Austin said this episode to heart. He doesn't want to target Kelly right away because then people will target him because everybody is aware of the amulet situation at this point. But he only said that. I don't think he meant it because he was trying to hide the fact that like he has a powered up idol. Yes, but the longer he delays getting Kelly out, as long as he does still get Kelly out, which, you know, if Reba wins the war, she's going to be going out at some point. So from his perspective, if any Bello goes out next, it doesn't have to be Kelly because that just is so much closer to assuring that Kelly is going to go out and he'll have that fully powered idol. And then the closer to the end it is, he could just go back to back idols. So I I think he's going to try to wait. Okay. I'm not going to try and course correct. I think this is a really risky pick for Josh. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I, it's, God, 
Wouldn't it be fun when, when, if he when goes I'm, out? When I'm talking about, you know, having all of Bella to choose from, that's basically saying there are no good options. No. <laughs> <laughs> Plus Julie. <laughs> Last thing we have to address. Josh has lost his winner pick. Mm. <sighs> so that means, Josh, you get to pick a new winner pick. Yeah, sad day. I, I've been really ruined for Caleb this entire time. It's been it's been a stressful couple of weeks, but you know I really enjoyed it. Thank you for the good times, Caleb, and may you rest in peace in this game of Survivor. To me, there's only three options. I'm not going to look into the D threat level just because that's been something that's just popping up now. We haven't really had enough of it behind the edit for me to buy into it yet. It absolutely could happen. I'm not saying that it can't, but as far as like picking a new winner pick, I'm not going to really consider her. I think it's an option of three people here. It's Austin, it's Emily, and it's Kelly. Okay. I think those are three options, and it's going to really come down to whether like who wins the battle between Reba and Bello. I think that Reba has a much better chance, so I'm not going to pick Kelly because of that. It's just way too risky. I think she's going to be a casualty of that entire situation. So then it comes down to Austin and Emily. Austin is so stacked with hardware. Uh, he's got a really good core, core alliance. But I could also picture right now, final tribal council, and Emily is sitting there, and Caleb is giving a stump speech for Emily, saying how much she had to persevere throughout the pre-merge and, and mixing in throughout the merge uh, up until his untimely demise. So it's a big decision, but I think I'm going to go with Austin here okay. just because I think that the, the the riskiness of it is a lot lower compared to Emily. I think that he has just a, a greater chance of making it to the end compared to Emily and even if she does make it to the end I could see also a possibility of people just kind of discounting her game because maybe she just rode coattails after she made it into the merge and just you know paired alongside Reba so going with Austin okay so uh Josh is Austin I have Katura Derek you have Kelly Kelly all right we'll see what happens uh, let's wrap this episode up social media you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CastawayPod, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Watch our videos there, uh, which is Castaway Consultants. Website is The Castaway Consultants. And we do some nice little engagements as well on Spotify. So speaking of which, quickly from last week, the two questions, the open-ended one was, I just wanted to get some feedback from you guys on who can't win. Who are you thinking are the two who can't wins? And let me tell you, every single answer we got had either Bruce or Sifu or Bruce and Sifu. <laughs> we did get the odd Katura in there, and uh, we got a Julie in there as well. So that one's for you, Ryan. Someone was a week ahead of you. Nobody said Kendra, so I was kind of alone on that. I remain alone. That's okay. But more importantly, for those of you who listened last week, there was a bit of a bazooka fight at a tea party with uh, Sloth to Zealotry versus... <laughs> Sloth to Cheetah. Yep. The numbers are in, and with 78% of the vote, Sloth to Zealotry wins. Sloth to Cheetah can go hide in the corner. Sloth to Zealotry, that's what you get for trying to modify my scale, Ryan. The listeners... I, I think they did it to spite me. You know what? That's the social game. <laughs> that's the social game, baby. <laughs> Sloth to Cheetah is better, and I maintain that. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. <laughs> Perception is reality. Listeners, don't let me get too big of a head. You can maybe go against me on the next one. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have right. your chance. Anything else, guys? That's it. All right, this has been the Castaway Consultant. Got nothing else for you. Good night. <laughs>